0: Next Chapter Podcasts presents the Play On Podcast Series, Macbeth. Episode 4, Blood Will Have Blood. For the best listening experience, be sure to use your headphones or earbuds. And don't forget to wash your hands.
1: Nothing's gained, all spent, when desire's attained without content. Tis safer to be him which we destroy than by destruction dwell in doubtful joy. How now, my lord, why keep you to yourself? Your companions are inventing some sorry stories, using those thoughts which should have died with the dead to doubt us. Things without remedy should be without regard. What's done is done.
2: We have slashed. The snake not killed it, she'll heal and be herself whilst our poor misdeeds remain in danger of her former bite. Better the universe fracture so both heaven and earth suffer, rather than eat our meals in fear and sleep in the affliction of these terrible dreams that shake us nightly. Better to be with the dead, whom we to gain our peace have sent to peace than to torture our minds as they are pulled apart into sleepless frenzy. Duncan, in his grave, after life's fitful fever, sleeps well. Treason has done his worst. Not steel, not poison, not his countrymen's hate, nor foreign armies. Nothing can touch him further. (laughs) Come
1: on, calm down, my lord. Smooth over your rough looks. Be Bright and jovial among your guests tonight.
2: So shall I, love. And so, I pray, will you let your attention apply to Banquo? Treat him with esteem of both eye and tongue. In these unsafe times, we must now wash our honors in these flattering streams and make our faces calm, masks to our hearts, disguising what they are.
1: You must stop this. (laughs)
2: Ah, <laughs> Full of scorpions is my mind, dear wife Thou know'st that Banquo and his fleance lives
1: Yes, but nature has not made them immortal
2: There's comfort yet, they are assailable Then be joyful before the bat has flown his cloistered flight, before the dung beetle with his drowsy hums has rung night's yawning bell at black Hecate's summons, there shall be done a deed of dreadful note.
1: What's to be done?
2: Be innocent of the knowledge, dearest Chuck, till thou applaud the deed. Come, sown tight knight... Inveil the tender eye of pitiful day And with thy bloody and invisible hand Cancel and tear to pieces that moral bond which keeps me pale Night thickens, and the crow makes wing to his rookie wood Good things of day begin to droop and drowse Whilst night's black agents their praise do rouse <gasps> Thou marvelst at my words, but hold thee still Things bad begun are made stronger by ill. So please, I pray, stand with me today. <laughs>
0: <sighs> the west yet glimmers with some shrieks of day, now spurring on the belated traveler to speed to the castle. And Nair approaches the subject of our watch. Hark, I hear horses. Uh, Give us a light there.
2: Mm, Then tis he. The rest on the list of invited guests are already there. His horses go about. Almost a mile with the grooms, usually. But all men do, from hence to palace gate,
0: walk along here. A light, a light he that do it. Hmm. It will be rain tonight. Yes, da. Let it come down!
1: do Ah! ah! <laughs> oh, treachery! Uh! Father!
2: Ah! Father!
0: Fly! Good flyers. Fly! 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 Thou must revenge! Uh! Ah! No! Oh, slave! Uh! Ah! <laughs> <gasps>
2: Who did strike out the lights? What's not the plan? There is but one down. The sun is fled. We have lost best half of our affair.
0: Well, let's away and say how much is
3: done. (laughs) Hail (laughs) to your greats! Hail to Scotland!
2: You know your earned places. Sit down. To one and all. A hearty welcome.
3: Thanks
4: Thanks to to your your majesty.
2: majesty. Ourself will mingle with society and play the humble host. Our hostess keeps her throne, but now we will require her give you welcome.
1: (laughs) Proclaim it for me, (laughs) sir, to all our friends. For my heart speaks, they are welcome.
2: (laughs) You see, they encounter thee with their hearts' thanks. Well, both sides are even. Here, I'll sit in the midst. Enjoy yourselves. Soon we'll drink a toast around the table. (laughs) There's blood upon thy face. Tis Banquo's, then. Tis better outside you than inside him. Is he dispatched? My lord, his throat is cut. That I did for him. Thou art the best of the cutthroats, yet bester who did the like for Fleance. If thou didst it, thou art the non-parade. My royal sir, Fleance escaped. (laughs) Then comes my fit again. I had else been perfect. Whole as the marble, firm-set as the rock, as free and untethered as the flowing air. But now I am cabined, cribbed, confined, bound by brazen doubts and fears.
0: But Banquo's safe? Ay, my good lord, safe in a ditch he bides, with twenty trench gashes on his head, each one a death to nature.
2: Thanks for that. There the grown serpent lies... That worm that's fled Hath nature that in time will venom breed But hath no teeth for now Get thee gone Tomorrow we'll speak together again
1: My royal lord, you did not give the toast The feast is frigid That is not plainly pledged while in the making Without this welcome twere best to feed at home From thence the sauce to meat Is ceremony Meetings are bare without it
2: Sweet remembrance, sir. Now good digestion, attend appetite, and health on both.
3: <laughs> May it please, your highness. Sit.
2: Under one roof we would have all our honor were the graced person of our Banquo present, who I only hope to scold for unkindness, not mourn
4: for his misfortune. <laughs> his absence, sir, proves his broken promise. Would your highness please grace us with your royal company? Oh, the table's full.
3: Here is a place reserved, sir. Where? Here, my good lord. (gasps) What is that moves your highness?
2: Which of you have raised this bloody memory? What,
4: What, my my good Lord? lord? Thou cannot say I did it. Never shake thy gory locks at me. Gentlemen, rise. His highness is not well.
1: Sit, worthy friends. My lord is often thus, and hath been from his youth. Pray you, keep seat. The fit is momentary. Soon enough he will be well again. Take no note of him. You shall offend him and extend his outburst. Eat and regard him not.
2: Are you a man? Aye, and a bold one that dare look on that, which might appall the devil. Oh, such
1: nonsense. This is the very painting of your fear. This is the air-drawn dagger that you said led you to Duncan. Oh, these Fits and starts impostors to true fear. Would well become a woman's story at a winter's fire authorized by her grandmom. Shame itself. Why do you make such faces when all's done? You look but on a chair. Prithee,
2: see there, behold. Look how say you bloody Banquo. <sighs> Why, what care I if thou canst not speak to? If bone-filled vaults and graves must send, those we bury back. The bellies of praying birds become their monuments. (gasps) What? Quite unmanned in folly. As I stand here, I saw him.
3: Fie for shame.
2: Blood hath been shed from now to olden times, though humane laws made a civilized state. We still have savage murders being dispatched, too terrible for the ear. The time has been... That when the brains were out, the man would die, and there's an end. But now they rise again with twenty lethal lashes on their heads and push us from our chairs. This is more strange than such a murder is. My worthy lord, your noble friends await you. I do forget. Oh my God. It? Whoa, it? Do not muse at me, my most worthy friends. I have a strange infirmity, which is nothing to those that know me. Come, love and health to all, then I'll sit down, give me some wine, fill full. (laughs) I drink to the general joy of the whole table, and to our dear friend Banquo, whom we miss would he were here. To all and him we thirst... And all to all. Our, our duties, duties and the, and the pledge. Thou hast it now, Macbeth. Be gone, and quit my sight. Let the earth hide thee. Thy bones are marrowless, thy blood is cold. Thou hast no speculation in those eyes with which thou dost glare.
1: Think of this, good peers, but as a thing of custom. Tis no other, only it spoils the pleasure of the time.
2: <sighs> what man, dear... I dare. Approach thou like the rugged Russian bear, the armed rhinoceros, or fierce Hurkan tiger. Take any shape but that, and my firm nerves shall never tremble, or be alive again, and dare me to the desert with thy sword. If trembling is my habit, then pronounce me a girl's baby doll. Hence, horrible shadow, unreal mockery, go...
3: Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Why,
2: so being gone, I'm a man again. Pray you sit still.
1: You have ruined the mirth, broke the good meeting with most amazing disorder.
2: Can such things be, and overcome us like a summer's cloud without our special wonder? You make me doubt my own true character and nature, when now I think you can behold such sights and keep the natural ruby of your cheeks when mine is blanched with fear. What
4: sights, my lord?
1: Uh, I pray you, speak not. He grows worse and worse. Questions enrage him. At once, good night. Stand not upon the order
3: of your going, but go at once. Good night, my liege. Good night, and better health attend, His Majesty. A good night to all.
2: We'll have blood. They say, blood will have blood. Stones have been known to move, and trees to speak. Prophecies by those who know connections have, by magpies and crows and rooks, revealed. The secretest murderer... What is the night?
1: Almost at odds with morning. Which is which?
2: Why dost thou think Macduff denies his presence at our great bidding?
1: Did you send to him, sir?
2: Mm-mm. I heard it spoken, but I will send note. There's no servant to spare, but in his house I keep a watchman paid. I will tomorrow go early to meet with the weird sisters. More shall they speak, for now I am bent. To know in the worst way, the worst. For mine own good, nothing shall halt my way. I am in blood steeped, so far that should I wade no further, returning were as bloody as crossing over. <laughs> Strange things I have in head that will to hand, which must be acted ere they may be scanned.
1: You lack the season of all nature's sleep. Come,
2: we'll to sleep. My strange and self-abuse is the novice's fear that lacks hard use. We are yet but young indeed.
1: How now, Hecate? You look angrily. Have I not reason? I that you are, saucy and overbold. How did you dare to trade and traffic with Macbeth in riddles and affairs of death? And I, the mistress of your charms, the closed contriver of all harms, was never called to bear my part or show the glory of our art. And which is worse. All you have done hath been but for a wayward son. But make amends now. Get you gone at the mouth of hell's Acheron. Meet by that river. Thither he will come to know his destiny. Your vessels and your spells provide. Your charms and everything besides. Flying. This night I'll spend weaving a dismal and a fatal end. He shall spurn fate, scorn death, and bear his hopes above wisdom, grace, and fear. And as you know, security is mortal's greatest enemy.
4: Dark queen, come for the sun doth rise. We'll taste your lips and kiss your signs. Dark queen, come when the moon you let red toothed creatures drink
1: your dew. Hark! I am called my little spirit. See, sits in a foggy cloud and waits for me.
0: Come, let's make haste. She'll soon be back again.
1: He puts too much.
3: My former speeches have but touched your thoughts, which I can interpret farther. I say things have been strangely born. The gracious Duncan was pitied by Macbeth after he was dead.
4: And the right valiant Banquo walked after dark. Whom
3: you may say, if it please you, on skill. For
4: Fleance fled. Men
3: must not walk too late.
4: Who cannot lack the thought how monstrous it was for Malcolm to kill his gracious father?
3: Damned fact! How it did grieve Macbeth! Did he not just in pious rage tear through two of Duncan's grooms that were the slaves of drink enthralled with sleep?
4: Was that not nobly done?
3: Aye, and wisely too, for twould have angered Eddie Hart alive to hear those men deny it, so that I say he has done all things well, and I do think that, had he Duncan's son under his key, and if it please heaven he shall not, then Malcolm should know father-killing consequences.
4: So should Fleance.
3: True enough, from blunt words. And cause he failed his presence at the tyrant's feast, I hear Macduff lives in disgrace. Sir, can you tell where he hides himself?
4: Duncan's son Malcolm, from whom Macbeth has stole his true birthright, lives in the English court (gasps) and is received by the pious King Edward with such grace that the malevolence of fortune cannot take away his high respect. And there, Macduff... Is gone to beg the holy king to wake Northumberland and warlike Seward, and by this allegiance with God above to ratify the work, we may again give to our tables meat, sleep to our knights, do faithful homage, and receive free honours, all which we pine for now. And this report hath so exasperated Macbeth that he prepares for some attempt at war.
3: Sent he to Macduff?
4: He did, and with an absolute. Sir, not I. The scowling messenger turns his back and hums as if to say, you'll rue the time you gave me this answer.
3: And that well might advise him to keep what distance from Scotland his wisdom provides. May a swift angel fly to the court of England and unfold the blessed message that he quickly return to this our suffering country and free us from Macbeth's accursed hand.
4: I would send my prayers to him.
3: And I to Scotland. Scotland.
0: And once the hedgehog wine. My magpie cries, tis time! Tis time! The Play On podcast series Macbeth was translated into modern English verse by Migdalia Cruz and directed by Edward Torres. Episode scripts were adapted and produced by Catherine Eaton. Sound design, mix engineering, and original music composition by David Molina. Sound engineer Daniel Benchamon. Executive Producer Michael Goodfriend. Senior Producer Miriam Lauba. Managing Producer Robert Cappadona. Coordinating Producer Taylor Bailey. Casting by the Telsey Office Karen Castle CSA and Ada Caramanian. The cast is as follows Armando Riesco as Macbeth. Sabrina Guevara as Lady Macbeth. Chinaza Uche as Macduff. Jordan Barbour as Banquo. Bernard White as Duncan. Daniel Jose Molina as Malcolm. Flor Delis Perez as Lady Macduff. Barzin Akavan as Ross and the Porter. Annie Hank as Lennox. Elijah Goodfriend as Macduff's son. Featuring Manila Luzon, Monet Exchange, and Miss Peppermint as The Witches. Also featuring David Watson on The Bagpipes. Voice and text coach Rebecca Clark Carey. Equipment and recording engineer Tommy Freed. Sound effects assistant Ben Welty. Production Assistant Benjamin Goodfriend The Senior Manager of Business Operations and Partnerships at Next Chapter Podcasts is Sally Cade Holmes The Play On Podcast Series Macbeth is produced by Next Chapter Podcasts and is made possible by the generous support of the HITS Foundation Visit Playonpodcasts.com For more about the Playon Podcast series. visit playonshakespeare.org for more about Playon Shakespeare. Hear more about the Play on Shakespeare Podcast series by listening to bonus content at playonpodcasts.com, where you’ll find interviews with the artists, producers, and engineers who brought it all to life.